guest. Let's name the show. Can we come up with a name of a show? Like, uh, can we come up with a name real quick? The Cap Chat. The Cap Chat. Okay. All right. So you got to introduce it. Welcome to another episode of The Cap Chat. Welcome to another episode of Cap Chat. And here's our special guest. Introduce yourself. You forgot my name. It's okay. Um, I'm David Shans. I am an entrepreneur. And not only am I, I am not only am I an entrepreneur, but I teach entrepreneurs. So um, I've helped a lot of people start a business, take an idea, and turn it into income, and um, um, really start living a different life. It's really a different life when you go from working at a job where people tell you what to do to really taking your life in your own hands, and you have to wake up every day and you figure it out. There's nobody over your back saying, this is what you need to do today. You have to get up and figure it out. So um, I've done that for a bunch of people, so I teach entrepreneurship. My girl right here. What made you want to become an entrepreneur? Um, I always wanted to make money. And I didn't want to always have to rely on my dad to give me money based on like some work that I did. So I knew if I was going to make some money, it would have to be like the end of the week when my dad gets paid or... Um, there has to be some chores around the house that I need to do, and that would be the only way I, need to, I, I could make some money. So I started to think, how can I, if I need some money today, how can I go get some money today, right? Think about somebody who has a job. Can they just say, okay, I'm going to work today at my job, now I just got to get some money from my job today. Can they do that? No, no they got to wait till when? Till Friday. Friday, till payday. I just didn't like that feeling, ever. I mean, when I was young, like six years old, seven years old, I'm like, yo, I need to figure out a way, way to make some money today. And I'd sit in my room and think of ways where I can make money when? Today. today, like right now. How can I do that? So we were walking down. We were in, we're in Harlem now. We were in Manhattan. And we're going through all these wholesale places. Y'all know what wholesale places are? So the, what happens is they'll sell a shirt, a T-shirt, a blank T-shirt for $3. The same t-shirt without that design on it is $3. When we put the design on it, it's now cost $25. Blank, it's $3. With a design on it, it costs how much? $25. How? Somebody decided to go into a wholesale store, pick a shirt and say, you know what, I'm going to think of a logo and an idea and put it on a shirt and now I'm going to sell it for $25. And now I can make money when? today right now I just go out and make money so um, that's how I became an entrepreneur ever since a kid when the rake leaves if the grass is grown if it's summertime I would take my dad's lawnmower and I go rake uh, mow the lawns because tomorrow me and my friends might have plans to go to the movies or something like that and I need to make money when today so I can go out tomorrow so that was my mindset if it snowed I got a shovel I need to make some money right now Raking leaves, washing cars, figuring out a way to make money when? Today. Give me a round of applause. That was a good answer. That was a good answer. I ain't going to lie to you. Okay, does anybody in the audience have a question? What are some struggles that you experienced? I think some of the main struggles 
are um, getting myself to believe that I can win or getting myself to believe that I can make some money today. So I got a t-shirt with a design on it. I can go make money today. I have to convince myself that everybody's not going to say no. That's a real thought in people's heads. Would you agree? You know you have a product, you know you have a service, you know you have an ability, you know you can help somebody, but convincing myself that everyone that I talk to isn't going to say no today. Or if I did get three people to tell me, no, I don't want to buy your shirt, how do I go to that fourth person with the same amount of confidence, the same amount of energy? How do I do that? So that's probably my, my biggest, well, it was my biggest struggle, um, believing that I could win, believing that when I make a product, people will buy it. Do you know how to get around that? What do you think? How do you get around these thoughts? Just do it. Well, ideally you like to do it, but you got these thoughts that's not allowing you to do it. That's right. That would be the best answer I can come up with. Give her a round of applause. She said a support system. Coming up with a support system. Because if everybody's moving in a particular direction, you'll move in that direction, even if you don't want to. You ever, um, anybody play sports? You ever be real tired, but everybody's still playing the game? And if it was just you, you'd stop. If you was the only person on the floor or on the court or on the track field, you would stop. But because that's where everybody's going, that's what everybody's doing at the moment, okay, we only got three more minutes in the game, we could push. But if there's no clock and there's nobody else, it's hard to keep pushing forward. So the same thing with entrepreneurship. The idea that you can't win will be killed by surrounding yourself around people who are winning and, and willing to help you win. That's why it's always good to have a mentor. But it's also always good to have a mentee. So I always want you to have a mentor, somebody that's going to inspire you, somebody you can ask questions to, somebody you can reach and touch and say, I feel depressed today. I need some help. But I also want you to be a mentor, meaning have a mentee. Because if you're teaching somebody younger than you, if you quit, what would that person that you've been teaching for the last six months think? Right. So sometimes you might keep going simply because you told somebody else to keep going. So you should always be encouraging somebody, not just for them, but you should be encouraging other people so that they can turn around and encourage you or so you don't feel like a hypocrite. I've been telling everybody else to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. What would I look like if I quit? So these are some of the things that help us keep pushing forward. Always have a mentor and always have a mentee. You got to stay stuck in the middle. Make sense? Good. Thank you. Thank you. This is like a real talk show right now. This is good. One more question. Would you say becoming an entrepreneur is for everybody? Our question is, would I say becoming an entrepreneur is for everybody? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think entrepreneurship is for the people who want to be entrepreneurs. You can't force somebody to be an entrepreneur. And plus, most entrepreneurs don't make it. There's nothing wrong with going to college, getting a career, and building a successful career. Nothing wrong with it. 
There's some people who make $100,000, $200,000, $300,000 working at a job, and they live a really good life. And, and as you move up the ladder in a job, generally the work gets easier, but the money gets bigger. So if you work your way up a, up a corporate ladder, typically the work gets easier, the workload gets lighter, but they pay you more money to manage people who do the hard work. So if you don't have that in you, if you don't have that, that burning desire to be an entrepreneur, live your life, get a job, nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Now there is something wrong with just staying at the same place in your career forever. If you just wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep, it's not exciting. You have no zeal for life. It doesn't, you're not inspired. You need to try to do something. But it doesn't even necessarily have to be a business. It might be a hobby. Your passion might be painting. You don't have to be an entrepreneur, but paint. If you have to work every day, eight hours a day, and you hate that place, when you come home, you find your peace and your serenity and your excitement and relaxation and painting, paint. But no, to answer your question, everybody shouldn't be an entrepreneur, but also everybody shouldn't have a job either. So it's always just up to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is the dopest talk show I've ever been on. Some steps that I took, good. Um, are we taking notes? Anybody taking notes? Are we hoping to remember all this stuff? Ooh, okay, you don't have to take notes, but I would advise it. I would advise taking notes in a notebook like, or in your phone or something like that. You don't have to, you don't have to, but I would advise it. Why? Say it again? You'll need it in the future. Did y'all go to school today? Were y'all in school today? No. Yes? Just camp. Just camp. Did y'all learn some stuff? No. Y'all learn anything? No. What was the last time you were in class? When was that? June? Did you learn something that day in June? Can you think of a day where you learned some stuff in June? You learned calculus? What'd you learn that day? Right, so congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> congratulations. You sat in a class for 45 minutes, they taught you, you learned it for that day, but then you forgot it, meaning you wasted 45 minutes of your life because you can't recall anything from that 45 minutes. However, if we extract from that moment the information and we commit it to paper, commit it to notes, we can always go back to that and say, listen, I did not waste my time over this 45 minutes. I got something from it. So um, for those who have a phone, um, I would advise you to take notes, but you don't have to. So um, what was the question? Uh, what steps did you take to be honest? What steps? Um, uh, coming up with an idea. Finding some people who are already in that idea that have been successful, meaning I had an idea to make t-shirts. What do you think my second step was? Say it again. No, I found somebody that was already selling t-shirts. And I asked a bunch of questions. And when I asked a bunch of questions, what do you think I brought with me? A notebook, a pen. I wrote it all down. I said, yo, you might say something valuable to me, so I don't want to lose it, I don't want to forget it. And I, this was 2009. 
when I started doing an uh, internship, I still have some of those notes today. I still have the book that he recommended that I buy. I still have it to this day. Still got the notes. So one, came up with an idea. Two, I found somebody who was already moving in that idea that have done you know, fairly well. And they could tell me some things, right? What are the goods, the bads, the ups, the downs? Should I even get into this? Is this even a good idea? Do you think it's going to work? Um, and three, I surrounded myself around other entrepreneurs that were moving in the same direction. That was all saying, yo, I'm trying to get it too. So if you're into, um, you want to have your own esthetician business and I want to sell t-shirts, if we're having a conversation, you're telling me about all the stuff you're doing in your business, I don't want to sit there and say, well, I'm not doing it anymore. You tell me what you're doing, I'm telling you what I'm doing. You tell me what you're doing tomorrow, I'm going to tell you what. What I'm going to do tomorrow. Listen, I, I'm working with this designer, I'll be talking to my designer tomorrow. And that's how I got into entrepreneurship. And that applies to any business I launch. So I launch a couple businesses. So I have an idea, find somebody who's already doing it, and I surround myself around people that's already moving in that direction. Yeah. Every time, every time, it feels good. Yes, ma'am. What other um, businesses? You said you launched a couple. So um, I I started my Sleep is for Suckers business, but uh, that's also my clothing brand, a vibe called Blessed. That's like a standalone business by itself. Ideally, what I want to do is build that up to about two, $3,000 a month and sell it. I'm not like super tied to the design. I made the design, um, uh, registered it. You know, I'm in the process of getting the logo trademark. But ideally, I like to build it to, you know, $3,000 a month and then sell it for like $60,000, $100,000. People do that, you know. It's crazy. If you Think of it this way. Would someone give me $100,000 for a business that's making $3,000 a month? Why? Right. So if, if it's already doing well, $3,000 a month, that means over a year's time frame, it's already making $36,000 a year. Meaning if it doesn't even grow in three years, they'll get their money back. And on that fourth year, they're profitable. But they probably buy it to say, yo, I can take this from 3000 to 10000 I mean, I can get my money back in the first year, then every single year after that, we're going to grow and, you know, things of that nature. So that's a business that I have, um, a coaching program where we teach small business owners entrepreneurship. So I, I get on calls and teach this kind of stuff, like, that I'm giving y'all uh, for free. And uh, so that, that's, a, um, that's a profitable business. We also have a content creation studio in Atlanta called the E-Complex. The E stands for entrepreneurship, so the Entrepreneurship Complex. Uh, we have that business. That's profitable. Um, I have a publishing company. I haven't published any books in a while, but um, we've made some money off of that where people have an idea for their book, and we publish it. I also have a contract T-shirt printing business, meaning I have relationships with a print shop that print shirts. You have an idea for some T-shirts? I say I can print those shirts for you. Well, I don't physically print them. I just take your order. I take your order to the print shop. They print them. I pay them, and I give them to you, and you pay me a little more than I paid them. And I do that uh, every single week. 
Yeah. Anyone else? What advice would you give to like the uh, company CEOs that are make, that wanted to start their like uh, their own like, sweater or uh, shirt business? Just hurry up and fail. Do what you can. Don't be afraid of it. It's going to happen. Just get it out the way. How many people can guess how many businesses I failed? It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Ufi lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they 
need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Uh, how many? Six. Six. Four. Four. Say again. Four. Two. Uh, pro- it has to be over ten. I lost count at ten. Remember, I told you I started trying to be an entrepreneur at six. I started all kind of stuff. Landscaping business. That's what I called raking leaves and shoveling. The snow. It's landscaping, right? And then um, I started spending all my money. I started spending all my profit on like food and stupid stuff, and then I just quit. Um, selling candy, I was a, um, what would that be called? A, uh, a sugar retail distributor. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would just buy candy at Walmart wholesale and sell it in schools, uh, then they stopped me from selling schools. I sold like a legal insurance before, uh, I sold internet. Um, I did. It was like an internet service. Like, I sold that. I sold um, like health and wellness products, like uh, shakes that make you feel good. I sold um, travel, travel services too. I sold coffee as a business. That didn't work out. Uh, I sold a lot. I sold. A, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. And here's the thing. I failed more times than I've won. I failed more times than I succeeded. But I've won bigger 
than all those fails combined. Meaning, say I start 10 businesses and I lose $100 on all 10 of those businesses. That's how much? I lost 1,000. What? But if I, 100 times 10. She is appalled. It's, it's all right, it's okay. It would have been so bad if you did like really give it all you got, like what? <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Yo, I, I started um, a, a printing business myself where I bought this DTG machine. It's like, it's called Direct to Garment. Me and my friend, we put money into it. We spent about $24,000 and we lost that. That machine broke, it was, it was weird stuff. But say for instance, there were 10 times I failed and I lost $100 in all 10 businesses. That's how much? A thousand. A thousand. But on the 11th business, I made 5,000. Am I a failure? No. But I failed so many times. I only got it right once. But you ate some So that's why I say hurry up and fail. Just get it out the way. You'll learn so much in the failures than the successes. Yes, ma'am. A lot of it had to do, she, so her question is why these businesses failed. So the one with the printer, um, I underestimated how much work it would take, how much maintenance. So this, this machine, massive machine, it cost $24,000, had to be maintained every day, meaning it has to be cleaned and oiled every so often. I underestimated how much time it would take. And then I put my trust in, the, my business partner who we put the money in together, he had somebody that was supposed to run it, but he didn't want to run it. So essentially we put $24,000 into a hope that this other guy would run our business and maintain these machines and clean them and change the inks and all that kind of stuff. And they didn't. So I moved off excitement because I'm like, oh, this printer is so cool. You could take a picture of you and it prints on a shirt, just like a printer a direct-to-garment machine. Those things are expensive, but I just underestimated how much time it would take and how much attention because I'm still running my other business. I got like two businesses going on. I also sold, um, it was a, a coffee mugs. So coffee mugs and shot glasses. I figured out a way to put like images on coffee mugs and shot glasses and it only took like 10 minutes. So I'm running that business, my t-shirt line, and I bought this $24,000 machine. I just underestimated the, the power of focus. So that's one business that failed. I mean, I can go through them all, but a lot of it comes down to me just thinking I'm Superman, so. Yeah. This is good. Yes, ma'am. If you could give our young entrepreneurs a tip, who would you give them? Hurry up and fail and take notes. Take notes everywhere. Take notes everywhere. Where's my? So um, I haven't looked in this bag today, but I'm going to guarantee you, I have a notebook. See, like notebooks. I never leave home without the notebooks. Like the notes. It's so it's so much in here. Let me find out. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find some jewels in here. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see. Let's see. Um, here's a, uh, no, hold on. Breakfast with Amber. I don't even know who Amber is, but apparently I have breakfast with this person. 
She's the director of organizational development. No, no, no. Oh, so I think this is somebody that's teaching me how to like reach out to people to get more speaking gigs. And she's telling me to find a director of organizational development. I also need to find the VP of HR. You know who that is? I didn't either. So human resources is the person who really makes the decisions about the well-being of the employees. If you can get to that person, then she's the one that can really pull the trigger to say, okay, David, we're going to bring you in and pay you X amount of dollars to train our staff. Um, I didn't know that. And it, without reading it, I'd have forgot. Um, I got a bunch in here. I got a bunch in here. People do not buy from salespeople because they understand their product, but because they felt the salesperson understood their problems. And I haven't read this stuff in a while, but like I can go back in here and trip over information that I wrote down. Year, this had to be years ago. That was good. People don't buy from salespeople because they understand their product, meaning people don't buy from me because I understand the t-shirt, um, but because they felt the salesperson understood their problem. So I can tell somebody about a cool motivational t-shirt. Like, yo, this is the cool t-shirt. It's made with ring-spun cotton. It's not gonna, it's not gonna uh, uh, fade on you, right? It's a great fashion fit, so it's not gonna be like boxy on you. That says I understand the product. But if I talk to you long enough and I understand that you're looking for motivation, like you need to pick me up every now and again, and we talk about your problem for five minutes, and then I present the shirt, people are more willing to buy the shirt because I understand the problem not necessarily a product. Ain't that crazy? I, I wrote it down because I didn't know it, but now I know it, and now I can revert back to it. Always take notes. Thank you. Thank you. That's going to make the cut. That's going to make the cut? Good. Yes, ma'am? Oh, um, while you were working and you get negative feedback, if you do, does mm -hmm. it tend to break you down so that you don't give up? Um, it used to. It used to. Um, but now it's just, I, I just understand. I can have a video on YouTube that has, if I, if I get a thousand likes on my YouTube, there's going to be some people that didn't like it. And I think there are certain people in the world that will hit the, the thumbs down simply because everybody else put the thumbs up. It's crazy. So the, okay, okay, let me, I, I really gotta share this with you because it, it's really ridiculous. I made this post, hmm? Yeah, I'm about to do it, thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find this picture, right? So yeah, so here we go. So the people that follow me on Instagram, follow me, right? Because they like the information or whatever. So I made this post that said, oh, what's it, what's it say? Wouldn't y'all like to see me do a TED Talk? Wouldn't you like to see me, y'all familiar with TED Talks? Yes. Right, so I put, wouldn't y'all like to see me do a TED Talk? And I did the poll thing, right? And on the left it said, you would kill it. And the other one said, you're not ready yet. 95% of people said, you would kill it, David, in support. Who is this 5%? And here's the crazy thing. I can see. So when you do a poll, you can see who it is. And the people that did it, it was so surprising because they like some of my stuff all the time. But for some reason, they feel like I'm not ready yet. It's so funny. It's so funny. It really, really is. So it, it used to bother me, but then I realized 
there are some people in this world that they're not going to like the stuff you do no matter what. Who's the best basketball player in the NBA right now? LeBron. There are people that hate LeBron. People hate the way he plays. How could you hate the way LeBron James plays when he's such an excellent basketball player? If we're just looking at the ability to play basketball and you didn't know anybody's name, you didn't like, you didn't read the tabloids, you, weren't, you didn't have social media, but you watched a basketball game and you had no idea about him, his family, stuff that he does, he had his hairline fixed that day, like we, we didn't know anything about him and we watched the game. Would anyone say, yo, he's terrible? If you didn't know anything about anybody on the floor. But because there are, there are some people that like him, there has to be some people that what? It's, it's the way of the world. And once you finally understand that, you're like, oh, you're one of them. I really look at people that, I don't say it out loud, but I just, oh, okay, you, you wanted you one of them. Yes, ma'am. Um, the business succeeding is a, it's, it's a loaded question because um, if I build a business to $10,000 a month, would that be successful? Yes. Kind of depends. What if the goal was 100000 a month? So as an entrepreneur, what you'll find is there's very rarely a finish line. If you, if you start making $300 a month while you're in high school, you'll automatically see, I can get to 500. And as soon as you get to your goal of 500, you'll automatically say to yourself, I know I can get to 1,000. So it, it really never stops. It's all about beating my yesterday, every day. That's what life's about. Until I get like really, really old and I just wanna chill and I'll sell all my companies. And I'll travel the world and raise kids and that was strong, but <laughs> that was strong. But uh but even then I'd probably try to be trying to figure out every single day how to be a better dad, how to be a better grandfather, how to be a better husband, how to be a better son. So succeeding is it's it's subjective to the person. So some people say, yo, I, if I get to $10,000 a month, I'm straight, I'm set, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. He said, and that. <laughs> Anyone else questions? Y'all enjoying this? Yeah. I know I am. We have somebody here that started their own business. Really? Well, she's going to talk about it now, isn't she? So what you got? Let's talk about it. No? Well, I mean, everybody's looking at you already, so. Really? Is that your shirt? Okay. Oh, you got the one shirt. How many, uh, how many have you sold so far? Have you sold some yet? You just started? What's the name of the company? Say it again. Tatis. Hmm. Tell me about Give me a round of applause. Starting a business. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did y'all know she started a business? No. So if I was ever going to advise an entrepreneur, 
who has a business, one of the first things I tell them is, you have to tell people about your business. You never know how many people want to support you. So um, well, congratulations on starting. Now I want you to set a goal, absolutely. I want you to set a goal, okay? I want you to set a goal of how many shirts you're going to sell by the end of the month. You have, you have some shirts now? Did you print some already? You printed at least one, though. Okay. Um, how much is it going to cost you to print some shirts? $25 to print how many? Twenty-five. Okay, you're making up stuff. This is what I want you to do. <laughs> this is what I want you to do. Okay. I still want you to find out how much it costs you to make a shirt because a blank shirt is going to cost X amount of dollars. Let's see a let's say a blank shirt costs two dollars from somewhere, right? Well, we need some material. And we got to put the material on the blank shirt. Are the materials free? We need to figure out if a sheet is this big, how many shirts can I make out of this sheet right here? And if this sheet costs me $10 and I can make five shirts out of this sheet that I'm using, that means each design costs $2. And if the shirt costs $3, that means to make a shirt costs how much? Five bucks. So if I'm going to make 10 shirts, I need how much? 50. Yes. You all over it. Give her a round of applause for getting it right that time. That makes sense? There's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff to consider, but I just want you to spend some time with the numbers. Okay? Do you design them? Okay. Is it like, um, like heat press or is it like fabric paint or what? Fabric paint? So... Um, you still got to get the materials, right? And are the people bringing you their own shirt? So you supply, you supply the shirt? Okay, which is pretty cool because you can get a whole bunch of blank shirts and you can ask people what they want on it. Is that how it works? Good. I want you to get, I want you to set a goal of how many clients you are going to sell to by the end of the month. And let me get a report of that. Okay? Hold her accountable, Ms. Karen. Thank you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.